crowd's attention then turned to the next event, the sprint. It was a series of straight-line races that took place between two sea stacks that were 500 metres apart. It took a long time for the hundreds of entrants to be whittled down to the fastest 15 gannets. These 15 raced off against each other and the winner was a big strong gannet who went by the nickname Tiny. Tiny was the second member of the team selected to represent the Four Cliffs Colony at the Egg. The individual dive was the next event and along with the synchronised team event was the most popular for spectators attending the egg trials. Companies of gannets jostled to get the best spot from where to watch the events unfold. Every centimetre of cliff top, cliff ledge and protruding rock was occupied with gannets eager to get a view of the participants. Most gannets fancied themselves to be good divers and as a result there were many entries. Trills and spills ensued as gannets of all sizes and ages tumbled, splashed and belly flopped their way into the sea from great heights whilst trying to impress the judges. The spectators were rowdy and constantly booed to judges when the scores were handed out for each dive attempt. Some smart aleck gannets, also known as the past remarkables, carried out running commentaries that had the cliff face gallery in stitches laughing at the attempts of each diver. The occasion affected many of the competitors. It was amazing how performing something normally so straightforward and easy got so complicated when hundreds, if not thousands, of BDIs were watching your every movement. Dozens of the competitors miscalculated their entry speeds and plopped into the sea, causing splashes so big they drenched spectators perched halfway up the cliff face. Needless to say, the marks received for such dives were not great. As luck would have it, the final three participants in the individual dive event were Gerhardt, Gregory and Gary. They were gliding high in the sky waiting for their turn. Well, if it isn't good old Four Eyes back from his winter holidays, said Gregory as he approached Gary. This was the first time Gary had seen Gregory, or indeed Gerhardt, since he returned home. Great to see you too, said Gary. Not. Gerhardt flew in between the pair to prevent any further quarrelling. Welcome back, Gary. You had a good trip, yeah? Yeah, great trip, Gerhardt. Thanks. All three noticed the judge below them frantically waving a flag a sign that the way was clear for the next dive to begin. He looks like they are ready for me. Best of luck, Gerhardt. Gerhardt twice glided around in a circle high above the cliff. He went through his SWWT routine and then started his dive. He held his form well and controlled his speed nicely before he entered the sea with a minimal splash. He remained underwater for 10 seconds before he popped back up to the surface, pointed his bill skywards and took flight again. It was by far the best dive in the competition to this point. A silence came over the companies of Gannett spectators as they realised just how good that dive actually was. Then a ripple of cheers and claps started 
that soon turned into a thunderous applause. The cheers and claps continued when the judges gave their scores. 9.6, the highest score achieved so far in the dive competition. Wow, that was a good dive, said Gary. Yeah, we'll watch this and weep, said Gregory. Gregory waited for the judge to wave his flag and started his dive without any frills, just straight down at breakneck speed. He started to do a screwdriver twist midway through his routine, but slightly overdid it and caused a noticeable splash. There was a nice round of applause for Gregory's effort too. Many of the spectators thought that it was a good dive. A good dive, but not a great dive, was the consensus. The atmosphere changed when the judges' results were announced. Incredibly, two judges had given the dive a 10, which resulted in Gregory getting an average score of 9.6, the same as Gerhardt, even though, to the onlookers, Gerhardt's dive was way better. Gregory's father bought the judges, declared one of the past remarkables to anyone who would listen to him. Soon a chant of, Fix! 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 went up from the gallery. It was into this commotion that Gary started his attempt after he got the signal from the judge. First off, he adjusted his goggles to ensure they fitted correctly over his head and eyes. Next, he started to glide effortlessly high above the cliff as he went through his SWWT routine. After he had made all his observations and had determined that the wind had died down sufficiently, he commenced his dive. He roared, We dive to survive! and hurtled at breakneck speed towards the sea below. He executed four separate 90-degree turns that left the unlooking spectators speechless at his controlled brilliance and elegance. He then entered the sea with the most minimal splash you had ever seen. The splash was so small that to call it a splash was an insult to splashes. He remained underwater for ten seconds before he re-emerged. He then pointed his bill skywards and took flight again and glided up in front of the judges. To the onlookers, the dive was perfect, and the judges agreed. Gary averaged a score of 10 and was declared the dive champion of the Forklifts colony. As the spectators roared their approval at the judges' scores, Gary looked across at the companies of cheering excited gannets on the cliff. He saw his dad punching the air with delight. Gary's moment of satisfaction was interrupted by a familiar voice. That was the best dive I have ever seen. Well done, said Gerhardt, who had glided over to be beside Gary. Thanks, Gerhardt, said Gary. It had to be good to beat your dive. Gerhardt nodded in appreciation. <laughs>